It feels kind of weird being here, doesn't it? Wow. It's been a long time. What a year it's been. No kidding. Um, wow, this is... Really, this is like new and fresh to me now again. I'm right. excited to be here. Really, since we stopped the podcast to take a break, the world's falling apart. Right. Well, is there a correlation there? 100%. I mean, we stopped one time, and since then... Right. We stopped, Kobe died, racism... COVID. Uh, viruses. NBA shutdown. NBA, yeah. A lot uh, of bad things happen when Jazz Beats does not <laughs> keep yeah, going. We, by popular demand, we're here, obviously. We've had a lot of requests, so it's important. Meaning our... our Close families. <laughs> Close family and friends. My mom and Jackson's mom. Yeah. Our moms are very supportive of Jazz Beats. Everybody, welcome back. We're so excited to be here once again. This is Jazz Beats. I am Jackson Stevenette. This is Tyson Curtis. Hey, thanks for joining us, guys. It's good to have you guys back. Why Why did we stop? Was that... I feel like that's on me. Like... Uh, the world became heavy. It did. You know, like off Back to the Future where Doc's worried about things being heavy because... Yeah. He keeps saying that. That's what happened. It, it got is. heavy. Anyway. Yeah. So we apologize for being gone. Um, just life got caught up to us and things got in the way and we kind of pushed it back week after week and and then the world hit and, <laughs> and all we, that. We, we, we feel like with everything going on with the jazz, with the jazz fan base, we needed to come back. We needed to help people get reunited. It's time. The it, season has resumed. And so has Jazz Beats Podcast. So here we are. Jazz Beats Podcast restart. A lot has happened in in just jazz news, right? Let's get to it. Rudy, the first NBA player to be tested positive with the virus. Right. That happened. Donovan right after that. And then the whole NBA world shut down and just came a big giant question mark for months. People will always ask, where were you? When you found out Gobert tested positive, I was pissed off in my living room because the OKC like, game was not going to happen. My wife's like, "When's this game going to end?" I'm like, it's, "It hasn't even started yet. I don't even know." So that happened. COVID hit the world. Um, we thought we'd be back in a couple weeks. Yeah, I, I thought that it just kept getting pushed and pushed, and then we thought we were just going to cancel the season. Right. Luckily, they did come up with a plan. They're in the bubble. In Orlando right, right. now. And compared to all it. the other major athletic organizations, the NBA is crushing it. Yeah, they figured it out. And so far, it's working. Right. They've had no positive tests in the last couple weeks or something from players. Right. From right. I think it's cool. I wonder why some are even wearing masks when they're yeah. in the bubble. I'm like, dude, I don't know. You know you don't have <laughs> right. it. You know no one else there does, but okay, whatever. Did you hear? So they're giving them stuff to do in the bubble. They've got game rooms and all this activities to do. I thought they were just getting drunk all the time. Well, that probably too. Oh, okay, right, right. Um... And, and you've seen some guys fishing off the dock. Oh, yeah, in their little... So I heard they stocked that pond lake thing full of fish so the guys can catch fish off the off the edge. I saw the fish that uh, Simmons <laughs> caught. Pretty small. It's just funny. The NBA's thought of everything <laughs> is what they've done. I, I don't think they're making any money off of this. No. But good on them. Yeah. Because we need it. It's so exciting to be back. The Jazz are three games in right now into the regular regular season, if we're going to call it that. Um, so they're going to play eight games total and then hit the playoffs. Every okay. team gets eight games. So we have five more games till we know for sure where we sit in the playoff yep. run. To okay. work on our seeding. We're currently in the fifth seed. Um, potentially, I mean, perfect world. We could end up in the second seed still if we went out and the Clippers lose out. There's a lot of things that got to happen for that. For everything to fall into place for second place. We just lost to the Lakers who... Sealed as you mentioned earlier, the first position in the Western yeah. Conference. So. so they took the first seat, and they are 
They're on another level. They really are. Davis, I mean, I, we've got to figure something out if we're going to guard him in the playoffs, which I think at some point we're going to end up playing them. He's amazing. I mean, it's they're, they are a great team, and they're obviously probably picked to win it right now, probably. as of now. So. What, what I noticed in the game when we lost against the Lakers is, okay, the Jazz can play good. They're a good team. They can win the Lakers yes. with the right plans and protocols and players in the right positions. Raw skill we can't win the Lakers. If it's if there's no organization or no coaching and we just did a pickup game five on five against the Lakers, the raw skill level on the Lakers is just better than ours. So they're they're a more talented team than us, is what you're saying. They are. The only way we can win is we, strategy. Yeah, strategy, effort, yeah. a lot of mind games. We've really got to figure out how to manipulate and not throw the ball away. I totally agree. Turnovers were huge last night. For both teams, but we both really teams. let it. Yeah, yeah we I think at it. one point in the fourth they put up the stat and the Lakers had 26 or 28 points off of our turnovers. I mean, that's, that's just that's, that's, that's the whole game. You wow, know? I didn't read that. But I think there was a quarter where we had more turnovers than baskets. That's not a good sign. <laughs> no, that, that, that's not the a good numbers sign. never add up. We, we did play about two and a half to three great quarters. We led most right. of the first half. Right. We led in the third quarter. We, we looked good at times. Our bench was, was horrible. Um, our first game back, Clarkson had a, a very good game, and he hasn't been playing the same since. So that hurts us. Um, Bogdanovich. If you didn't hear, Bogdanovich had surgery. Is out for the year. Thoughts on that? He's a uh, he's a key player, even though he's not someone that we always think of. We always think of highlights with Gobert and Donovan, but go. But what Bogey does on the floor, he just facilitates the ball well, and we need that on the court. He's smart. He's That's very smart. And and we talked about raw skill. We can't win off of the skill. We need the intelligence on the court to win the games, and that's I think what we were missing without Bo- he, Bogey. He's such like an old man's style. I oh feel yeah, like. yeah. For Just sure. nothing flashy. I'm gonna do what it takes to get it done. Right. It's not gonna look good, but ball's gonna go in. This is some basic basketball. Uh, exactly. <laughs> old man. We miss Bogey. He's a 20 plus points per game guy. Um, you can really see it. It hurting. Hurting the guys on the floor, not having that other that other threat. I really wanted more out of Clark Clarkson. Yeah. Um, he only had six points in twenty minutes. But someone we don't we didn't notice is Royce O'Neill had thirty four minutes and only five points. But that's but he's a defensive player. Yeah. He had to play LeBron all game, so you can never down talk yeah. O'Neill. Like what he does on the court's important, and he doesn't do too much either. He takes wide open shots when he needs to, right? But he's going to look to make the extra pass. He's not going to just shoot you out of games. How many shots did he take last night? Jeez, probably not a, a crazy amount. No, he, his percentages weren't bad. Right. Well, he was only one for five out of threes, but the entire team was about at that. Not and much that, better. <laughs> and that might have been the last shot of the game. Did you notice that when uh, Donovan Mitchell came down? We had like seven, six seconds left, yep. and he had the he burnt everybody straight to the hoop. He could have had the kicked easy. Kicked it out to Royce. He kicked it out to Royce. He's like, if we have any chance of winning, two points ain't gonna make it. Right. We got to kick it out. I think we were three. down six at the time. So right. Got to have. And a we could have had a three point play yeah. right after. So it's that's again smart basketball. Yeah. But. We uh, we missed a shot. Yeah, Jazz are playing okay. They're adjusting to life without Bogey. They're adjusting to pre or to post COVID play. I mean, the the Jazz aren't known for starting off a season very strong or it's, a game for, for right. anything. It takes us a few minutes or or a few games to get into the motions. Right. We've had a poor start to the last two or three seasons, and hopefully this doesn't continue. We've won one out of our last three games. We beat the Pelicans on night one. Um, Interesting, something happened at the beginning of that game. 
There's a lot of talks about racism lately in the world. Um, Black Lives Matter movement. Right. What did uh, the Jazz do before the game? It was the first game back for any team um, right. in, regular, so, so in the, the season. So the Utah Jazz, they shut down the NBA earlier in the year, and then they allowed them to be the first game to, to, I didn't even to think reopen of that. The, the NBA. So do you think that was thought of and, 100%, and planned? Yeah. Cool. I th- that's, that was my understanding. Cool. It was that uh, it was only suitable that they were the team to reopen it. Um, anyway, so... At the beginning of the game, obviously we always played the anthem, and there had been a lot of speculation and predictions on what the Jazz and NBA Association was going to do during the reopening of the NBA. And, of course, we had all players, staffs, and coach members, from my understanding, nil for the anthem. Right. Um, the, the comments online and the division on that is, is far left and far right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, there's a lot of emotion, mm-hmm. which we get it. We get yeah. it. You know, we, we had this discussion and some of our admin people came in in tears uh, with their feelings on kneeling during the anthem. Right. It's very uh, sensitive topic right now. Um, what Do, I, do we want to – how this – how sensitive is it? Is it – is it? Does it qualify to be the touchy topic of the week? I think so. All right. You give it to me. I know you guys have been missing in this. Top 40 countdown right here, number one. Touchy topic of the week. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> so to kneel or not kneel for the anthem? That and, and is, is the question. And is it that black and white? So I... I, I did a little bit of research on the national anthem. You are our kind of research guy. I like to read old stories. Yeah. And uh, the national anthem, as I'm, I'm quoting here, the national anthem is a patriotic song or musical composition. It's not just America that does this. Obviously, all right. other nations have these. Um, it's recognized by the nation's government and constitution and is a way to reflect the history and the struggles of the country. So I think that that's part. Of, I mean, part of it is recognizing that we have had struggles and that our history might not be perfect. But it says that the each country has their own etiquette that's required to be observed during the anthem. So obviously, our etiquette here in America is to stand, right? And there was some kneeling there. So I'm just going to get my opinions on this off right now. You guys are going to hear it. <laughs> Okay. We debated on whether or not we should share our own opinions on this, so this will right. be interesting. My advisor told me not to. <laughs> she she said to read other people's opinions. But if you don't know Tyson, you know – or if you do know Tyson, you know that he right. just – The whole time I was just biting my tongue thinking, I won't tell you my opinion <laughs> because I'll be telling everybody else my opinion. <laughs> okay. Kneeling during the anthem I don't think helps the cause of equality and injustice in America. My opinion is the anthem is time – to reflect on our history as a country and those who have served to allow it to be what it is today. So I would never kneel during the anthem. I would always stand 100%. But if I was asked to kneel or have a moment of silence prior to or following the anthem of every sporting event, I would in in relation to the movement that we want equality and racism and justice removed from our community? Of course. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? But I'm not going to take it from one right. to give it to another. I can't be like, sorry, vets, you're out. Tag team, BLM, you're in, Bureau of Land Management, which everyone <laughs> knows that's what that stands for in Utah. Uh, so no, but, but I'm not disrespecting or saying they're doing the wrong right. thing. 
But I personally would never do that. I would find another avenue right. to try to do that. But I do believe there is injustice, and I hope that we find a cause. It's it's kind of sad, and it's kind of frustrating that the anthem and this movement have kind of crossed over. Right, right. I feel like they're totally separate things. And, like, I know the players and the people that are kneeling aren't aren't meaning any disrespect toward right. veterans or the country or the flag as a symbol actually no, they're not no it's just a way to protest and send a message and um that's what's kind of frustrating to me is that those two topics have kind of crossed over into right. one i feel like they are separate like you said i think it'd be it's a great thing to support our anthem and our troops and our flag but on the other hand Obviously, there's an issue in the, in the country right now, and that needs to be addressed and, and protest as much as possible. Um, so I, I, I kind of stand with you, and, and I would stand for an anthem being played. But at the same time, I understand where those guys are coming from. Right. And they obviously don't mean any disrespect. They are just trying to send a message and do the best with the platform and the voice that they have. So it's interesting that it has united... Like the two teams were together and the NBA culture as a whole is pretty united right now. But like you said, the whole discussion on whether to kneel or not kneel, it's it's a shame that that's the topic at hand and not what it stood for. Right, right. And I have to one more quote from this, what the anthem's about. During the performance of a national anthem, citizens of a nation, despite their ethnic differences, are to rise in unison so I think that the idea behind the anthem is to unite. Yeah. So we're all doing the same thing together. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got to figure out how to make it fair and equal in this country because there obviously is a problem. So, and I guess we just all have to do our own part. We're getting a bit deep here for Jazz. I know this, this podcast, is, this but is I mean, a it's got to be. It's got to be done. I mean, we have to talk about it. It needs to be discussed. You've got to support those guys. Shaquille O'Neal said this after they nil. Um, good on them for using the platform that they have to spread their message. And that's what they're doing. That is the that is their opportunity. Right. And until maybe until there's something more appropriate for them, that's what they have to do. Right. And you have to say, you guys are right. Let's make a change. Right. And Barkley said right after, and he says, don't you dare criticize those that don't decide to kneel either. Right. They're not because bad guys. Because that's their... Um, that's their rights as well, to choose whether to kneel or to stand. Right. And I, I support both, to be right. honest with you. I support that you have the right to do what you feel is best and necessary. So all jazz fans in and out of Utah, whatever your background is, we unite as jazz fans. We're jazz nation. Yeah. All right, jazz nation. That's that's the pages that I see online. Uh, we stand behind our players. We stand behind equality for everybody. Right. So let's just get together, play some ball. That's what love, I love about sports in the love NBA. Our players, it right? just get to push all the distractions aside right. and watch a great game. Let's get back to the topic right. of the Jazz. This isn't CNN, right? <laughs> as much as right. well, never mind. I NBA, don't want it to be NBA. <laughs> no, we don't want it to be. So Rudy Mitchell kind of got into it after the whole COVID uh, thing came out. I think Mitchell blamed Rudy for the outbreak a little bit, and relationship wasn't great. How is it now that you've seen? We've I, got I, three games in. How do you feel? You know, there was a really great alley-oop in the Lakers game that was yeah. impressive that I felt good about. I don't think that they are best friends. I still don't think that. Um, but I think that they play well together on the court. Yeah. There's still the frustra- I still think there's some frustrations there, whether you believe it or not. I think that there was. I think that there still is. The French are <laughs> sorry that nobody's as good as them. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, take that for what it's worth. <laughs> so, and and they, they're going to get along and, and nobody ever gets along with everybody perfectly. Right. And, and they have to work through that and figure out ways to play together. I mean, there was so much talk about jazz are going to get rid of Donovan. The jazz are going to get rid of Gobert. And I remember having the conversation, if you had to give one up, who would it be? Right. I mean, I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask you right now. No, nope, we're not even going to talk about that. Oh, my gosh. We still gosh. got five more games. All right, five more playoffs. games. Let's just focus on the five. Um, I, I do think you're right. There's obviously been some tension in the past, and that's not easy to get over. But they're professionals. They're adults. Like, they can get through this. They understand they've got a goal set, and they're going to push to achieve that. I do think they're trying extremely hard, whether they're faking it or whether they've gotten over this hump. They're trying hard. Um, in the arena now, there's no fans. You can hear a lot more, and you could hear Donovan pushing the ball up the floor, saying, run, Rudy, run, Rudy, run, like talking to each other. Right. I saw one time they closed up on Donovan while Rudy was shooting a free throw, and you can see him and I barely hear his mouth. He says, hey, big fella, big fella. And and you can tell Rudy looks over there, and he just holds him a thumbs up. Right. So I think Donovan's really trying. They are trying to get Rudy more involved in the offense. They and it's to. shown by Donovan's assists to Rudy. Um, So I think they're professionals. They're going to get through it. And they're playing pretty well together right now. In the end, they want to win. Exactly. Even if they don't get along with each other. I mean, Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman, were they great friends? Did they see eye to eye (laughs) on work ethic? No. I'm going to say I doubt it. (laughs) I think so. We all saw the last dance. Right. But they had the same end goal, which was a title, a championship. And you can, whatever the differences are. You can play with the player and yeah. get the rhythm right and win games. I mean, Gobert had 16 points against yeah. the Lakers. That's great for Gobert. Right. We need to see him in the offense more and more and more. Yeah. I do think Quinn is trying to get him more involved. I've seen two of the three games. Our first play is a high pick for Rudy rolling to the basket on the left side, and we've hit him a couple times. And First play against New Orleans, he got an and one right yeah. off the yeah, bat. That's right, right. So they're really looking for him. They're drawing up plays for him now. Good, because Bradley... Oh. Bradley gives me anxiety. I, I have I struggle watching. He plays so hard and he means so well, but, but, now, but he's not very good. I mean, so did I. I got cut from the team. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. I know. Our, our, uh, uh. Put so put aside Donovan and Gobert disputes. That's over and gone. Right. Right now, the only right. vision we have right now is landing ourselves in the seed and the position we want to advance ourselves into the playoffs and ultimately a title. Right. Where do you see that being for Where do us? I see it? We're currently in the fifth seed, uh, right behind the Rockets. I hate to say, but I think we're going to match up with the Rockets, and I hate that. Historically, because it, it seems it like it happens happen. every year. Oh my we match gosh. up with the Rockets. I think they're just getting back at us for like the, the mid, mid-2000s, where we beat them in the first round every year after year after right. year. And now it seems like it's kind of flipped. They're a different team. They're a small team. Yeah. They're a small team. They're a shooter. They're a guard mm-hmm. team. So we're going to have some height advantage on that. But really, it only comes down to Gobert. And he can only take so many minutes of so many elbows to the right. body when he's down. And they kind of pull him away from the basket where he's not as comfortable playing. Right. Um, so it kind of takes him out of his element. Yeah, our defense will have to adjust to just playing guards right. and have him kind of be a rover in the middle of the court. So if I had to say where I see us matching up, we'll be a 4-5 seed with the Rockets. Yep. But I agree. potentially we could be higher than that. Get a better matchup. We'll we'll just have to see. We got five more games for seeding, right? And we don't look fantastic, so we need to up our game a little <laughs> bit. By the time we got five games to get dialed in, and that's that's it. So hopefully that can come to be. Um, I don't think that the Lakers. 
are going to lose to the Clippers if, just by the way, if that's where that ends up being. Yeah, I could see them kind of backing off and doing a little load management, if we still want to call Uh, it that. Yeah. Because they've now clinched the number one seed in the West. Yep. Um, I think you're going to see that. Yeah, we do have a couple of, I want to say, better games coming up. Lakers is obviously the best team in the West. We play the Grizzlies um, Wednesday night, so that'll be a good matchup for us. Ja Morant is amazing. He's so fun to watch. So is he look the out for kid, him. The rookie, rookie. We watched him the other day. Yep. Yeah, he is fun to watch. He is fun to watch. So that's a team that's a lower seed than us. We play San Antonio after that. So some very winnable games coming up that we need. So everybody, you can you can start breathing again. We're back, and we're here to stay through the rest of the season. So. The we- sun will rise in the east, and the Jazz Beats <laughs> podcast will rise every week. <laughs> we'll be back after the Mavericks Jazz game next week, and uh, they're a fun game. They're a fun team to play. Oh against. yeah, I mean, I, I like a lot of the players on the Maverick. I do too. Basketball team, and they're and they're just fun style of basketball. And I think we're going to have a lot of fun following the Nuggets and then the Mavericks. It's going to be a fun week. Hopefully we have some wins. Stay, stay alive, Jazz fans. Just keep that rowdiness. Even though we don't get to be in the in the stands, we still need you behind the team. Um, keep tuning into Jazz Beats. We will be back next Wednesday. Um, so tune in then. It's great to be back, isn't it? We'll see you guys so next fun. week. Have a good one. <laughs>